Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, and you'll be joining me with my co-hosts and guests as we dive into how doing your inner work, or the beautiful work, is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. We hope you discover your passions, your purpose, and your fulfillment. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work, or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back, listeners, to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. Today, we are speaking into a topic that often makes us feel really anxious and brings up a lot of fear and makes us want to really take the reins in our hands and take control of everything. And so I hope you'll stay with us because we got a lot to talk about, don't we, Laurel? We do. I can't wait to talk with you about how I can loosen my grip on the reins. I know. <gasps> so funny. So our topic today is dealing with uncertainty. And I, one of my dearest friends, and I know I refer to her a lot. So anybody who's listening to the podcast and knows me, I'm talking about my dear friend, Cynthia. And she, when I first met Cynthia in the first few years that I met her, she would say to me, we just need to ungrip ungrip and i had her words and the way that she said it have stayed with me my entire life when i'm in the throes of something where i'm just trying to hang on and take control of it and manage it to its nth degree and i'm all frustrated and a fluster i just i hear her saying ungrip ungrip that's a good one yeah yeah i think about taking my foot off the gas yeah. And um, I, you know, spent a lot of years with my foot on the gas. Pedal to the metal. Yeah, you know yeah. it. And uh, full speed ahead, I was driving that bus. And, um, and so now when I think about uncertainty and I think about, you know, that's probably the right thing to do as a skilled driver. Mm -hmm. Take my foot off the gas when I'm uncertain. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uncertainty is... I love uncertainty as a topic for us today too, Laurel, because when we are, particularly when we're struggling in life and we desperately want things to be different because we're struggling and we feel challenged and we're up against something that feels really uncomfortable. The real problem with like digging in there is that we don't know what the outcome is. It's so uncertain. And even if we feel like we do know what the outcome is, we're not sure we want it. And so we don't know what to do with all of that. So it's our thinking mind that puts, for me puts me in that place. Yeah. And maybe others, maybe our listeners share that experience where the overthinking and the overplanning and the overpredicting and the holding on to the outcome. Yeah, yeah. And then that makes us uncertain about not only the outcome and what's in our future, but our own ability, our, you know, our ability to control things. Yeah. So Laurel, when you're working with clients 
and you are diving into, you know, the topic of uncertainty and you're with somebody who's really dealing with the fear, you know, of change and what's to come, where do you start with them? Do you have like a kind of a template that you go to in this, you know, in this part of what we're talking about today at all? I'm trying to think about like how we can begin to support our listeners in this process, right? Well, I I have um, gone down this path with clients before, a few mm-hmm. in particular that I can think of that um, one of the things I speak into with clients and maybe maybe introduce them to is um, that idea that what they're most certain of, the thing they are certain of, that they can trust and depend on is their their self and their ability to manage all of the ups and downs of life. And so, you know, maybe that's the first introduction to your inner knowing, right? And trusting yourself. Um, And so we speak about that, that no matter what is happening around you, um, you know you're safe and certain of your ability to manage what's happening. Um, And it reminds me as I'm talking about that, you know, we've we've talked about this before with, you know, when you're on your yoga mat or when you're meditating, when you're doing some mindfulness exercises or practices, you know, that ability to just focus on yourself, yeah. it calms the mind down. Mm-hmm. That's one of the tools I use. Yeah, 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 I love that. I think, um, you know, what comes up for me is refocusing on what it is we want. I think a lot of times when we get in the grips of uncertainty and the fear of what could happen, it's because we've lost sight of the thing that we want. We're not focused there. We're focused on the calamities that could happen because we go after what we want or, you know, the the pitfalls that could come up that we might fall into, right? But but when we stay focused on what we want, and we just take the baby steps like we've talked about so many times on the podcast, it really calms down. Just like you're saying, it's like focusing on self. What we want is really focusing on self. You know, it's what we want. It's us focusing on our own inner heart space, right, of what we want. And um, and it does bring it back to kind of the essence of what we're talking about, right, and what we're working with in that moment. It really does. But I think that's a really good reminder. I mean. I am known to do this, you know, when I'm so focused on a particular outcome or process or something in my future, you know, I've lost sight of the present yeah. and, and the fears arise the what ifs, the worst case scenarios, yeah. right? I really, I've been known to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and by doing that, by letting those fears and worries come our brain is really processing what we don't want more than what we want. Right, right. And yet there's there. And and so we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater either, because those, those of us that are prone to thinking through the bad things that could happen or what could happen along the way and how we would deal with it. There's, there's value in that. There's value in, 
it's it's like a an inner preparation work for dealing with possibilities as they come up along the way and deciding what 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 would I do if that happened and and that gives us some sense of again skill building in building our confidence we can handle it if it comes along right that's p- part of the method of of feeling confident when we're going in well if that were to happen I I know what I'm going to do I know how to handle it so um, there's yeah. value in it for sure yeah there's a lot of value in it yeah um, what do we know to be true about ourselves from our past experience and mm-hmm. and you know we can handle yeah. most everything that comes our way yeah and when we don't feel like we can handle what's come our way or we feel like we lack skill in that area that's when it's even more important I think to come back to the baby steps and do those baby steps that make us that build up our feeling of success of being able to do it well and finding the places in our life where we have done things well because oftentimes I know I work with clients and they they think they haven't done anything well but they're just focusing on the things they haven't done well they haven't taken the time to take it a big assessment on all the good things that they've done and all the success they've had and and hone in on what what skills they have because they did do those things well right yes absolutely i use that question a lot you know um what data do you have to support your hypothesis right so when we get down that that path of you know predicting or assuming outcomes that we don't want or even that we're not prepared to manage what comes our way you know asking that question mm-hmm. what data do you have to support that yeah. Um, and chances are there's more data, like you were saying, of your ability to handle those things because you have in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like um, I know, Laurel, for me, when I think about I'll share a little bit about my story here, too, of what I think what part of what made me good at handling uncertainty was um very early in my life, in my 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s, I lost very significant people in my life. They died. And I, because I had to deal with those big losses, and I and it, I came to realize that life really was uncertain. Like I would think of each one of these people that were all very young, dying, and how uncertain life really was. Like we aren't certain that we have the next day and the next day and the next day. And so I think it made me, as hard as it was to go through those experiences, that's the gift of some of the struggles that we have and some of the crises that we encounter in life that are hard to get through. We realize we we have more skill than we know and it makes us value life and in really, I think, really positive ways. So I think that's another thing for our listeners is thinking about what what have you seen in life that could make you value life more and and not have to know what's going to come next, right? Yeah, that, I love that. That you, that you have life at all next is a good thing, right? There's yeah, and I want to, you know, think about um, I mean, typically it's the big life changes like that. When we lose something, when we lose someone, um, when we lose our health, right? right? Yeah. Um, those, those are the things that tend to have us realize that we've been fooling ourselves all along and believing that we have certainty in life, but maybe even other things, you know, I, 
this summer, I mean, Laurel, you know this, and maybe some of our listeners know this, you know, I've been calling this my summer of saying yes, or my summer of yes. And, um, and what I have learned in that is, I have a great deal of uncertainty in my life right now. And so some of the uncertainty has turned into beautiful, wonderful opportunities that I didn't know were out there. And so, you know, as much as the, the loss in life or the challenges in life give us a reminder that life is uncertain, so do the surprises and the wonderful things that can come our way when we aren't gripping too tight on whatever is coming next. Yeah, yeah, so true. This week, I um, I actually posted a quote that I read in the Magnolia Journal. I, I started getting the Magnolia Journal, which I really love um, this this year. And Chip Gaines said something about um, I and I, I wrote the I wrote it down, and it was about you know if you're if we're afraid to deal with uncertainty, then because and often because of pain, fear of pain of loss of disappointment, then we're, we're kind of putting ourselves on the path of conformity, conforming to what we already know, to what's expected of us, to, to the, the, the path that's already been beaten, the, to what people think we're supposed to be doing, right? We're often conforming to that and we're not, we're not creating the, our own path or the path that we really want to be on, that our heart and soul wants to be on. And so that idea of um, being willing to encounter uncertainty and embrace it with open arms is really our opportunity to create our our, our special life. Our Laurel, life. Can, can we go into embracing it with open arms in another episode and just today talk about <laughs> not sh- shunning it or not being afraid of it, right? I know, I know. There's a few steps. Baby steps. Yeah, baby that's steps. right. Baby steps, baby steps. That's right. That's the big leap, right? <laughs> sometimes it, I mean, sometimes it is a big leap. And, you know, when we've talked about this too before that, you know, our brain and our heart and sometimes even our gut, you know, our body's job is to keep us safe, right? It's, right. it is instinctual. And so, you know, I don't want our listeners to yeah. think that just because we're not living with open arms and saying uncertainty, come my way, I'm ready for you. <laughs> That's not me. Um, then, you know, there's a way to be comfortable with it and accept the fact that the signals your body is giving you might be good clues, but it's the questioning, questioning those thoughts and feelings so that we better understand where is it coming from? Yeah, 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 that's great. Um, And I think uh, one of the things that is so important, and we were talking about this a little bit before we started the podcast was, I think what we've learned over the last year and a half after COVID struck was returning to an old normal that we may have been comfortable with, right, that felt certain or predictable or manageable or whatever the right word is, is really not where we're heading right now. It's not the quality of life and the energy of life that's shaping in the world today. And so how do we learn to be more in flow with what both what we're experiencing internally and what we're perceiving that's going on around us? And I think that's really what we're talking about here is how do you learn how to do that dance with life? 
um, of knowing that things can change in a minute. We, you know, today we don't have to wear masks. Tomorrow we do as an example, you know, um, and, and how do we just learn how to get more, more um, flexible uh, in terms of moving and with all of that, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. You know, it, it is a, a time when not only is life in, uncertain in general, but, you know, it's unpredictable from day to day right now. And, and we're living that. And I, for me, I often think about the collective energy in that. Yeah. It's one thing for me to be able to feel safe and secure in managing my own uncertainty. But when the, the world around me is uncertain, you know, I, that's even more challenging. Yeah. Um, for, and or not a, maybe even a bigger reason, a better reason to, to ask yourself those questions. You know, where is it coming from? Am I feeding off other people's anxiety because of the uncertainty? their other people's fear, or is it truly my own? Um, That helps me pull it, you know, rein it in, right? Figure out what I'm, what my body's responding to. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. And I, I feel like um, I work a lot with people that are pretty highly sensitive emotionally and energetically. And, um, you know, haven't necessarily used that language or been aware that they are. And so they've struggled a lot with taking in a lot of information, being in touch with other people's emotional states and and struggling, you know, with all of that. And I feel like I want to speak particularly to those people and then maybe to people that are listening and don't know that they are that, that we live in a world today where I think there's expectations that we're supposed to be keeping up with in the news, all the things that are going on globally and all the things that are going on in our government and all the things that are going on medically and all, there's so much information out there. And if we if we believe that we're supposed to keep up with all that and bring all that in and manage all of that in our minds and in our hearts and energetically and emotionally, we we really get overwhelmed. That's where we, we produce so much anxiety for ourselves by trying to keep up in that way and take in way more than what is most mostly humanly possible. I mean, we're, we, we aren't expected to take in this information and manage it all and process it through our system and come out the other side feeling, oh, normal and healthy and everything's fine. I mean, it's just too much difficult information to be processing, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and even if it was good information, it's too much information to process. Yeah. You yeah. know, our, our body was designed to manage less information yeah and less anxiety and less you know all of those feelings Mm -hmm. and when we do have the the beauty and benefit of living in a global world Mm -hmm. where we have access to so much information and so many more relationships and experiences than we ever did before you know our body may not be designed to handle all of that so i think it's a really good reminder for our listeners you know, that you, when you brought that up, you know, check in with your body, figure it out. Is it, where is it coming from? Is it yours? How are you processing it? And how are you treating yourself as you're processing it? Yeah. And it's okay to put limitations. Like I know I learned really early on in life because even as a young person, I would start crying when I watched the news. And so I learned very early on, I can only take in so much difficult information 
And it wasn't until I got into the role of counselor and coach and I learned really good boundaries and I learned how to manage a lot energetically and I learned how to let people have their own story, live their own. Like I had a lot of skill building that was involved in being able to sit with people and listen to difficult stories and manage those kinds of things. But before that, I really limited and I still do limit. I still do limit how much I can take in because I can't listen to all the world tragedy and not be bereft. Like it's just, I'm not built that way. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's hard not to be affected by all of that. And, and then what happens, you know, I, I'm in a similar situation where I, I really do choose, you know, all of my inputs, including what I'm hearing and listening to. And so sometimes I feel guilty or irresponsible for that because of maybe my own perception of what the social expectations of me are. Mm-hmm. You know, am I being a good community member if I'm not taking it all in? Right. Um, am I being a good human? Um, and so I think that's a really good reminder that we have to make those decisions on what's best for us. Mm-hmm. How do we maintain our own health and well-being, right. you know, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all of it. Yeah. Um, and we deserve to be able to have authority over those decisions. Absolutely. And I know we talked about, um, we've t- had a couple episodes where we've talked about um, the idea of selfish as self-care and just good yeah. self-care after COVID. And we've talked, we've really spoken into this. So if listeners, if you haven't listened to those episodes, you, 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 you'll get there and they'll, they'll be there for you. Um, but take time to listen into that because we really, you know, I think we spoke into that really well in terms of like, this is very individual decision. What what each of us needs is self-care and that we have to, we can only give ourselves that permission. I can give it to you, but if you won't relieve yourself of the guilt, if you don't give your own self the permission to let it go and, and realize, I know, I, I, I think what I learned was I could only help people if I was in a healthy state. And so my healthy state is a gift that I give to the people that I'm with. And that's, not a bad thing to be in a healthy state. <laughs> that is beautiful. What a gift and what a way to kind of reframe what you may have otherwise thought was selfish at one point in your life. Yeah. 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 So, so and, and yeah. thinking about the people that you mentioned that a lot of, you know, a lot of people that you work with may be highly sensitive to information and um, that they're carrying for other people or, or, or receiving that energy from other people. And a lot of um, people I work with are in a situation where they're delivering information in a workplace to their team and they have to come across as being confident and fearless mm-hmm. and, and certain mm-hmm. in a time when there's no, uns- there's no certainty. Yeah. And perhaps individually they have fear, but they're not allowed to or they believe they should not be showing that fear to their team. And so I want to those listeners of ours that are in that work, that workplace where there's uncertainty and fear, and you're, you're not allowed to, to show that. Mm. And we've talked about what that does to you when you cannot be your authentic self. Yeah. And so knowing how do you balance that? How do you protect yourself? How do you care for yourself? How do you show up as your authentic self? Mm. Um, you know, that too is a personal decision. Yeah. Do you allow your team to know that you too are uncomfortable with uncertainty? Yeah. 
Yeah. And that, that, that given the right circumstances, that can also really help. It helps. I think what helps is that, you know, when, when we're able and hopefully, you know, we're not feeling like we can't, aren't allowed to do this in whatever role we're in at work, but to be able to bring our humanness into the role and show that we have those feelings and, and how we work with them in a healthy way, because this is really what we're talking about today is it's not that we're not going to feel the fear or that we're trying to avoid feeling sadness or, or that we, we can't manage difficult information. It's, it's how we're doing it, the way that we're approaching it and the limitations that we put on it purposely so that we can show up and, and handle things and, and live life and, and, and be the best that we can be. And, and so it, it isn't about avoidance or not being able to do it. It's growing the skills and learning how to do it well so that we can be a support to other people and managers, particularly at work, you know, today, as they grow in doing this beautiful work, they support employees in such a tremendously beautiful way. I've seen it happen and it can be really incredible. Yeah. You know, in that, um, going, tying it back to what can we always be certain about, I think what we, what you were just speaking to, we can be certain that we need to consider what's best for us as we figure out how to live in uncertain times yeah. and, and how to take care of ourselves yeah. in this uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. And That's talk about really- it and be okay talking about it, you know, like openly having conversations like we're having. I mean, I think that's part of one of the missions of our podcast is to invite people into having these more real conversations because we're all feeling the stuff. If you really mm-hmm. have, when you have real conversations, even with people that generally you wouldn't have this conversation with, they they can be real. They'll tell you the truth. They'll, they'll start to talk. They have these feelings. It's just that we've been conditioned necessar- not necessarily to have these kind of conversations and to make it normal to talk about it and and sometimes that can diffuse so much anxiety and so much tension around the experience that just adds to the difficulty in it. So the more we can disperse anxiety and tension in all any circumstance, the better off we're all going to be in terms of approaching it well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that's a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Great reminder. So let's come back, Laurel, because you've brought this up a couple of times too for our listeners is that idea of, you know, learning of trusting self of, you know, coming back to in uncertain times, one of the, one of the, the, the biggest resources and tools that we can bring is trusting ourselves. Yeah. We can trust ourselves to just, take it step by step and we that's that's another way to just relieve some of the big burden and tension of walking through anxiety well uncertainty well yeah and and knowing you know again tapping into that self-knowing yeah you know that we we each have the ability we have greater ability than we ever ever recognize or realize yeah individually we do and then collectively we do and so you know by sharing having real conversations by speaking out loud i mean i i just told my husband the other day when we were talking about you know we want to plan a a a vacation to go somewhere away warm on a on an airplane the first week in december 
Mm. And he's feeling like we can't. Yeah. Um, and I said out loud, I don't like not knowing. <laughs> and he, he said, I know. Um, he knows that about me. Yeah. But I don't say that out loud. I probably exhibit it in all of my behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to, so be able to speak it out loud and say it. I don't like uncertainty. Yeah. Um, I mean, that helps just saying it yeah. and then finding people that share that feeling and are brave enough to say it out loud as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and trusting, you know, together that when faced with uncertainty, and when things happen that we didn't plan, that we can figure it out together. We can figure mm -hmm. out how to how to how to encounter it as best we can and move through it and make decisions yeah. from what we've got now that things have changed or mm -hmm. things didn't shape up the way that we thought that they were going to, right? Yeah, and that ties into you know managing our emotions, feeling what we feel, right? Mm -hmm. You know, claiming that that I'm disappointed that we can't plan ahead or um, that I don't like being not in control, yeah. you know, admitting that yeah. um, and being able to talk through that. And, you know, that helps. And then knowing that this isn't forever, you know, uncertainty is never forever. Yeah. It happens every moment of every day, but it is not forever. Right. right. You know, it, there are things that I am quite certain about in my life. And, and so how, I guess, how do we balance that? You know, I mean, maybe that's something that we, we challenge our listeners with. How, how can we know that we're capable of being extremely certain and not certain at all, all in the same moment? Yeah, yeah. And, and feel like we're expanding. I think it's like really literally feeling like we're energetically expanding to say, uh, you know, maybe not with open arms embracing, <laughs> but I'm opening, you know, to the uncertainty of what the day might bring, right? That, I mean, if we practice it even daily, right? Of the, like, I love this, actually, I just thought of this, like, as I'm sitting in my meditation each morning, you know, like, after my meditation, I kind of look at my schedule of the day, what's my on my plan. And then, you know, after knowing what my plan of the day is saying, and I'm open to whatever the day would bring, you know, that might have uncertainty, right? That's, that's a good practice. It's a great practice. Yeah. And, yeah. and as you were speaking, I was thinking, it fits so nicely with my quest to continue to be curious. Yeah. That is one of the things I strive to be. I strive not to lose my curiosity. And if I were to replace, you know, uncertainty with, oh, this gives me an opportunity to be curious, right? To lean into the uncertainty. Yeah. That might help change my feelings mm. about my inability to plan and yeah. be certain about things. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So for our listeners, let's um, let's maybe do a couple journaling questions if we can come up with them on the spot here, Laurel, for them around uncertainty. Um, anything popping into your head right off the bat? Um, yes, I, I think maybe a journal prompt would be, um, you know, write about a time. 
of uncertainty in your life in the past that turned out to be something fabulous, unexpected, good, you know, good, rich, fun, whatever adjective, but on that, that a gift that came forward out of some place of unknowingness. Yeah, that's great. That's that great. would be a fun exercise to a journal prompt. That's a fun one. Cause I think it's, it's again, you know, really beautiful things come from uncertain places in our lives. They can. So to, to explore your own life and find one of those to prove that, you know, is, is a worthy activity. What's coming up for me is something about um, everybody, you know, whenever I have clients and we talk about our need for control, people are saying, oh, I have such high control for, you know, high, high need for control. And I say, we all do. We all do in our own ways. And it's part of how we manage life. And so it's not that we want to get rid of it. We just want to be aware of it. And so that's what I would encourage for our listeners is just thinking about what parts of your life do you feel like you need to be in control of? Make a list and just take a look at them. And then just imagine, you know, well, what if I took my hands off the steering wheel there just a little bit, you know, if I ungripped and said, hmm, what if I just let go of that today and see what happens, right? Yeah. I'm going to take you up on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. <laughs> a big one. That one's going to be hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> what if I can loosen my grip on that? Uh, not today. <laughs> so Laurel, thank you for taking time with me today and speaking into this topic. It's a big one. And I have a feeling we're going to come back and talk about some of the things we touched on today, because I feel like it was a lot here that we could have gone a little more deeply with, but you know, uh, not too much all at once, I think. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot here. And, um, you know, if, if I had to think about living with uncertainty and my journal prompt of some goodness that came out of uncertainty, it would probably be this, our podcast together. Yeah. I mean, today, as a good example, we, we came together and said, gee, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah. Um, we were uncertain when we first started what we were going to talk about. And here we are talking about uncertainty yeah and it was fun and it was fun and it was good so onward onward i'll see yes. you next time laurel thank you so much thank you and thanks to our listeners for being with us again yeah we'll see you next time thank you for joining us here at beautiful work beautiful life the podcast we welcome questions from you our listeners feel free to send one along if you enjoyed the podcast the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. Thanks for being with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.